Abed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Monday. Hope you're all doing well. Well, as well as you can on a Monday, I guess. Had uh, a couple games going on with Gage. We got a game tonight. I don't know if it's happening or not or what. Got a few extenuating circumstances here, so we have to deal with those, of course. Well, it's right now the latter part of the year, like the last two weeks of the year, which can get kind of hectic with Christmas and New Year's. I've changed direction a bit. I'm devoting my time to a gangbusters campaign instead of D&D. In fact, I went so far as to tell Becky that I wasn't going to be running D&D anymore for the near in the in the future for the for the present. And I told her, but I won't. I'll still be playing D&D. So, but I thought I'd move it over to another genre, just one to make her happy because you know she's kind of nervous about D&D and. Two, two, I just want to challenge myself, as you know. But I have found a new tool, not so new tool, it's just new to me, that will help me to think a certain way. And I'll talk about that after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, what I got in my hand here is a set of Rory Story Cubes. And if you're not familiar with them, they are, and you, the basic set is nine dice. It's six-sided dice with pictures on them. Like one's got a guy with a demon shadow, one's got a keyhole, one's got a, a key, one has a picture of an open eye, somebody sleeping, a magic wand, things like that. And you roll these and you make a story out of them. You pick them to make a story. It's kind of a, it's, they call it, they say it's a game, but you really don't keep any track of it or like points or anything. But the point is, these have been recommended in many places, many blogs, many people as great ways to find a story in story to tell. So what right now, and I'm going to, and I want to do this as an example of, you remember I said you can make a story. I never said make a story out of anything, but you can. Because if you give somebody, give you, give me five set disparate things and I'll figure out a way to put them together that makes something of sense. <laughs> Knowing me, it doesn't always make sense. And come up with something to play. Because what you have to do is what I call thinking around the edges. Taking what you have and in a way to, to make them fit, modifying them to a certain way that it will fit with other pieces. So I'm going to take these dice, these story dice, and I'm going to roll them and see what happens and see what I can make up. And this is how you get a, get a game. 
Okay. Okay, what do we have here? What do we have? We have a clock. We have an arrow, as in a pointing arrow. The, a fountain. What looks like, I guess, a credit card or some kind of card. A lock. A flashlight. A magic wand. The drama masks. And a demon shadow. Somebody with a demon shadow. So what do we have here? What should we take? What, what should we start with? Let's start with the fountain. Okay. Here's a fountain. And I'm going to take a the guy with the shadow. And a lock. Well, what we have to do now is take these three things and modify them. Think around the edges. Fountain. What kind of fountain is this? Is this a fountain in a dungeon? Is this a fountain in town square? Where is it? Let's make it in a dungeon, which is kind of typical. And now we come to the the guy with the, the shadow for a demon. Maybe this is a fountain in a, say, a chaos dungeon. And it doesn't spout water. It spouts, say, fog or shadow or something. And these adventures come along. And what this fountain does, if they stay in the, the place where the fountain is long enough, this, this kind of fog or whatever it is affects them in their shadow, turns their shadow alive, and maybe attacks them with their, sh their shadow attacks them, or they may even carry this away. And okay, now we have the lock. What do you got to do? You got to put a lock on it. You got you got to you got to lock your shadow out somehow. That suggests to me like a magical device that either the characters have found already in the dungeon or they carried with them. Somebody said this will be protective of you, you know, somebody who says, "Okay, you're going here, you need this" type of thing. Or just some random thing that maybe a character has on them. Maybe a gold piece or a watch or, or something that will, that will stop the shadow from doing what it's doing. But you have to be aware of it. You have to activate it somehow. So there's a plot hook right there. Stopping that fountain. Maybe that fountain is the centerpiece of the dungeon, which is causing. And this, this stuff is going you know, out of the dungeon and affecting other people. And maybe it's maybe by the time it gets to the surface, it doesn't affect their shadow so much as it affects them. And so that's what you got to figure out. There's an adventure right there. Let's take another three. Okay, first off, I'm going to take the drama masks, the... Let's see, the wand and a flashlight. Okay. Drama masks suggests a theater. Okay. We have a theater in town. And inside the theater, there is a lot of costumes, props, sets, things like that. And one of the props is a magic wand, magic quote, wand, unquote. And it belongs to a traveling magician. Let's make this in, say, Gangbusters, okay? There's a theater in Rock Junction that puts on shows and has vaudeville acts come through. And one of them is this magician who has this prop wand. Well, unbeknownst to him, it is a very supernatural wand. And it can do things that he doesn't even... It's not even 
you know, conceivable, like make people disappear and things. He does it. He uses it in his act. Say he has a teleportation chamber thing in his act, you know, with two boxes and they peer from one to the other. He assumes that he's just doing it with sleight of hand, but no, the magic is doing that. This he waves the wand. He assumes his assistant is over there. Well, she is over there because the magic just teleported her over there, and somehow this prop, somebody gets a hold of this prop, say a bad guy or something, a gangster or whatever, and they're going, "Whoa, this thing really works. What I could do with this?" Okay, now we have a flashlight. Flashlight is shining the light on something dark. Okay? If we take it in a metaphorical sense, we can say that it's the police. We can say it's a private detective. We can say it's a an, a shadowed vigilante a la the shadow or the spider or something like that. And we can go there and he needs to stop this guy. He's starting to create a crime wave of thefts and burglaries with this with this wand and only the masks masked vigilante who's been trained in these things of these things by an ancient person can stop him say a shandu the magician type there's a story right there that's a plot number two number three we have what we have left we got a clock some kind of identification card and an arrow pointing somewhere well, that one's easy. You got a clock, okay? And one of the arrows is... Oh, the clock. First of all, the clock stopped. Let's make it the clock stopped. And there is a card. A card. Let's not make it... Let's make it more modern. So, again, say a Call of Cthulhu type thing. There's a card, say it's an initiation card, say it's an ID card for a secret society that they actually went out and made cards. Woohoo! Okay, some kind of eldritch worship cult thing. And this clock has, since it stopped, one of the arrows always points, it's always pointing at, say, let's see, the clock on this cube is, let's see, it's about 10.30. So... The arrow that's pointing to the 10 is always pointing to a certain place in the sky or even a building. All right, it points to a building. And say the the building is the secret headquarters of this cult. But beyond that, it's pointing to a certain star configuration where if the stars are right, something bad's going to happen. And that's what they're working towards. And the heroes find out about this. And there is your Call of Cthulhu-esque or horror-esque type story. I got three stories out of this. Three adventures, or adventure hooks. This is great for adventure hooks. And I suggest you get something like Story Cubes, or they even have like an app on on your phone for Android and, and uh, Apple that you can do this. The Rory Story Cube sells an app for $1.99 that has all these Story Cubes and much more because you can buy expansions of these. And you can do that, or you can just go out and get some story cubes. They're very inexpensive, and they're they're a lot of fun. And this is the kind of thing I'm talking about: is thinking around the edges. You got to think around the edges of these things for it to, for to fit. And that's where the creativity comes in, because the edges su- suggest other things. 
It suggests the main thing, but it'll also suggest other things. Then you go and flesh out the story, and there you go. So go ahead, try those out, and I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk about this or anything else, contact me at oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can send a voicemail on Anchor. We are, we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You, too, can help support this program, and I would thank you. Once again, one, thank you, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, and Dan for supporting me. And you can find Dan Craig, you can listen to Dan Craig's podcast, the Jung Grognard podcast, Y-U-N-G. And also, right here on Anchor, we have Mark Seawall Rings, The Yawning Outbear. Great podcast, all. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.